You are listening to episode 13 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. This episode is, hey, do you get high on new beginnings? You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. All right, let's get started. Hello. It's the first Less Stress, More Fun podcast of 2022. Super duper exciting. I'm delighted that you're here with me today because this is a special day. This is the first in a series of episodes on decision-making and follow-through. These practices in this podcast series are essential to a less stress, more fun life. In December, in the Facebook community and through my email list, we did a Get Ready for a Fun 2022 challenge. And as part of trying to put a new spin on the whole getting ready and goal setting, I started doing a lot of research into why we set goals in the first place, why we have a hard time meeting them. And of course, as you know, I am a life coach and I coached almost 2,000 sessions in 2021. And what's very interesting about doing that many sessions with hundreds of people is that I was really able to see trends. That's one of my superpowers, is really seeing patterns. And I started to notice that some people were able to accomplish their goals. They were good decision makers, good at following through, and other people were in the early stages of learning these skills. And that actually was even the essential thing, too, is like, how much of this is a skill that can be learned? And as part of Getting to know that, looking at the pattern and trying to use observation as well as research to solve the question of why do some people make great decisions? Why are some people more likely to follow through? Why do some people create their results and others struggle? Well, a lot of things came to light. And the first is that we can't really, we just can't throw out the human brain. The human brain has neurotransmitters that kind of run the show. It's what we do in response to these instinctive or reactive brain chemical behaviors that really change the outcomes for us. Long story short, too late. I decided to put together a series on decision making and follow through. And the first thing that I want to cover is what we're up against biologically. In today's podcast, we'll set that foundation by discussing these key neurotransmitters in our mind, particularly dopamine. I'll offer a few suggestions for managing the reality of owning and operating the wonderfully complex machine that we lovingly know as the human brain. Now, let me set the scene that I don't do very long episodes. I try to keep them in the 20-minute range, 15-20 minute range so that you can get learning, get application, homework, and be on your way. So this podcast will cover a very high-level overview of dopamine, along with some suggestions. Then you can join me in the Facebook community for a deeper dive as I workshop some of these concepts 
And of course, you can work with me if you really want to go deep on this. In the show notes, I have a couple of great resources. But we'll keep it high level and short today. Let's think about what are what is our brain designed to do? Let's pause for a moment and think about recent human history. The iPhone came out in 2007. And I remember that because the iPhone came out shortly after my son was born. And I remember thinking, huh, the iPhone came out, social media changed. Ever since there's been the internet, there has been some version of a social media with chat rooms and CompuServe. Do y'all remember that? But the world has changed. My son is 14. So the, the iPhone is not yet 15 years old. It'll turn 15 here in 2022. Think of how much has changed in just 15 years. Think about 20 years ago, we were not with streaming television. We were not scrolling on smartphones because they weren't around. We weren't working from home the way we do now. We would go to work and do our shift, and then we would come home. Life is remarkably different than it was 20 years ago, not to mention 50 years ago not to mention 100 years ago or 500 years ago. Now, let's revisit our human brain. Do you think that our brains have evolved in 15 years? 15 years, not even a generation, to respond to the changes in technology? Uh, no, that's just biologically impossible. What is our brain doing? Our brain is doing what it was designed to do and evolved to do. And that is to keep us safe and alive and having as much pleasure while we're here. This shows up in odd ways. On one hand, you will have in your brain this urge. Let's set a goal. Let's lose weight. Let's find a partner. Let's start a business and then I'll be worthy. And then almost immediately, there's a part of your brain that discourages you from trying new things. Like, you're never going to be good enough. You're not like other people. Who do you think you are? Oh, who do you think you are? How many human brains have I heard that phrase from? What is going on? Well, our brain is, is doing what it's doing. We literally, if you, wherever you are right now, is cast your eyes up and out. And dopamine is like, hello. We have this mighty, mighty chemical in our brain that anticipates reward. And it's what gets us up and out of our caves looking for food and hot people to have sex with. That is the dopamine is like, it's the propeller. It's the accelerant. It's the anticipation. Go forth and conquer. and. Make sure you stick as much food in your face when you can find it. But then out there, you know, there's, you know, danger outside of the cave. So there's a part of our brain that's like, I don't know if it's really safe. It's just on alert, on guard. And I don't know if you're going to be okay. So here we are. It's 2022. You still have one of them human brains that will have that dynamic. Dopamine. Dopamine encourages us to go. It's the, what when we plan for a vacation, how the planning 
is even better than the reality. Or like I always say, the first, the best day of vacation is that first night. You're there. You're looking forward to everything you're doing. And then sometimes it loses its appeal. We get bored. I did the Gottman Level 1 and 2 training in 2021 and learned a lot about why are some relationships healthy and long-lasting and why are some relationships unhealthy and don't function very well and in some cases terminate. Dopamine plays a pretty remarkable role in that. Dopamine is like start a new relationship and you fall in love and it's the romance. It's the romance of the goal. New beginnings. You're just literally chemically high on the new beginning. And then you either switch gears into the other neurotransmitters, the serotonin, the satisfaction, or you go hunting for something new. I'll tell you about an experiment that I ran last fall. I decided to remove a few behaviors from my life, and then I added in a behavior that I like that's worked well for me. So I removed some behaviors and then added in something good. And I noticed something very unusual at six weeks. This behavior was one that I, I looked forward to. It was a habit of of going out to eat. And I was like, nope, I'm just going to, for this experiment, I'm, I'm only going to eat meals at home. I'm only going to eat certain things from a certain menu. I love going out to eat. I would look at the menus. I'd look forward to it. And I took that out of my life for the purpose of running this experiment. And around six weeks in, I started to notice I just wasn't looking forward to eating. In fact, I was feeling a lot of grief. Like, yeah, well, you know, I guess that's over. I started to feel really emotionally sluggish. It was really disconcerting. And it was also, it was me using me as the experiment. And I was the scientist of of looking and going, oh, I tend to be what they call highly dopaminogenic. Am I saying that right? Who knows? I come from people. They say that there's a hereditary bias that some people need to be up and planning and creating and going and trying new things. And these can be the air quote, the addictive personalities. And there are some people who are just really pretty content where they are. And when I took this activity that I really enjoyed out of circulation for myself, I started to notice I was a a rat in my self-made cage and I guess I'll just have an apple again or maybe not. It was very, very interesting. I think being in a community of people, whether it's fellow coaches or even working in IT for decades, you know, and with my clients, there's such a propellant to the future. What's going to happen? What can we create? What is next? There's always looking up and out to the horizon of life. In my coach community, there's a lot of talk about dopamine at a very superficial level, and I decided to take it into an actual study. And my favorite book on the topic is The Molecule of More by Daniel Lieberman and Michael Long. In the show notes, I've linked to a couple of the podcast interviews that they've done on other podcasts and are on YouTube. It's fascinating. So if you want to dive deeper, check that out. But I love this book of everything that I have encountered because it's a great blend of story for the layperson, 
but it's also got lots of references to research for people who want to take the study deeper. And that's where they they really describe that when you look up and you look up and out, everything out there is beyond you stretch your arms forward, which I'm doing right now. Hilarious. It's a podcast. You can't see me, but I'm stretching my arms out. And when I look out my window to the woods behind me or even the fence, I would have to get up to move my my body. And it's beautiful. It's so sunny today and the grass is this beautiful shade of green at the time of day that I'm recording this. And that's my dopamine. Hmm, maybe I should get out there and get some sun on my body. And then when I look down, wherever you are, unless you're driving, of course, when I look down, down is everything that's in my here and now. And that activates it. Literally, if I were being scanned, it would it would show that dopamine isn't doing its thing. It's serotonin. I can look at my pencil, my notebook, my microphone. These are all things that I have already accomplished. So when I started the podcast, there was this different excitement and what's going to happen. And that's thrilling and exciting, but also a little nerve wracking too. Compared to now, I just sit down, turn on the mic. I don't even think twice about it. I just start talking. Dopamine promises pleasure. It just doesn't guarantee it. In the book, um, The Molecule of More, they talked about like when I would go out and eat and sit on the patio and a plane would fly by and you know, you look up at the plane in the sky and maybe your imagination runs away with you and you think, oh, I wonder, are they going to Hawaii to frolic in the waterfalls? And rarely do we have the same sense of wistfulness or possibility when we're actually on the airplane and it's crowded and it's 5 a.m. and we've been traveling all night long. Dopamine, again, it promises the pleasure. It just doesn't actually guarantee it. So we chase after a future goal, but dopamine doesn't help you enjoy something when you have it. So again, we live in this society where we have things on our phone that are literally designed by scientists to tap into these neurotransmitters, these systems of promise, where there's this pleasure that's going to alleviate us from the pain. And the pain could just be restlessness, boredom, familiarity. So is this a problem? Absolutely not. It is not a problem to be solved. It's Nothing more than the reality to be included or considered when we do our plans. This time of year, people are totally high on the promise of new beginnings. The New Year's resolutions abound. And that's not a problem either. It's just a series of choices. You just start deciding perhaps to set a goal and take action to bring that goal to life. But the challenge comes when the new wears off. So most of us have ridden in a new car. It has what is very practically called the new car smell. And when the smell wears off, it's not a new car anymore. It's just a car and you're making your payments and you've got your insurance and maintenance costs. Ho-hum, ho-hum. But appreciating that car is also something you choose, right? So you can either like go the dopamine of having the car wears off, but you can choose on purpose to be like, this car was exactly what I wanted. And you can 
choose on purpose to keep a sense of appreciation or even playful excitement about what you have. How do you manage dopamine? Well, you don't, not really. Dopamine gonna do what dopamine gonna do. The fun is how you stay connected to your sense of choice and how you manage your relationship with yourself as your neurotransmitters are doing their jobs. So what? You find your goals lose their shiny nature. So what? Totally expected. You might find that you're more interested in starting things or even in quitting them than the simple act of continuing. So what? Not a problem. Neurotransmitters are happening. Now what? You just plan for it. You make choices and you follow through and you revisit it. That's where we let our neurotransmitters do their jobs. They're going to anyway, whether we let them or not. The power is in knowing what's at play in your biology so that you can step into your integrity, your willful desire to create something no matter what. That's what we're going to be talking about in this podcast series. We will be talking about the behavioral aspects of decision-making and follow-through, keeping in mind that your neurotransmitters are running the first responder programs. That's good. It's healthy and normal. But your decision-making and follow-through comes from your higher thinking. And that's where we live on purpose, even if our neurotransmitters are encouraging us to go after the new, yummy, exciting options that come into our awareness every single day in this busy modern society. Are you ready for Coach Lisa's homework? This week, I am encouraging you to observe the subtle ways that your brain craves a reward or relief from pain. And again, pain is defined in this broad brush as boredom, restlessness, low-grade anxiety, etc. Notice also if you have desires for things you don't actually truly want. Have you ever wanted something even when it wasn't a genuine desire? Have you ever seen a piece of cake that you're like, yeah, I don't even really like that kind of cake, but there's a part of you that's tempted to grab a slice anyway? It's not a problem. It's not a character flaw. It's your amazing, powerful human brain doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Good job, human brain. I love my brain. It's what keeps the whole thing going. Love your brain. So this week, keep a log of the evidence of dopamine in your life. Notice when you have the desire or urge for something, even when it seems, air quote, illogical or out of alignment with your goals. Notice if and when you feel that sense of boredom, that restlessness, that kind of low-grade anxiety that you want something, just something to kind of, like addicts will say, I just need a little something to take the edge off. Well, of course you do. That's what your brain is telling you. Yes, yes, your brain is telling you you need something to take the edge off. Be on the lookout for your brain's cues when dopamine is saying more. You need something different. More, 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 more. The molecule of more. And guess what? You get extra credit for your homework this week if you use a word dopaminergic in a sentence accurately. 
Hopefully I did just now. Also, while I'm wrapping up, I plan to workshop some of these concepts. I'm building a course around decision-making and follow-through, not just to teach you the science and whatnot, but how do we live with this human brain in a modern world that causes us a great amount of stress? And how do we take action on that? How do we counterbalance that, but in a very playful way? It's going to be a very Lisa approach to decision-making and follow-through. If you are interested, as I workshop some of these concepts, you really want to hop on over to my Less Stress, More Fun Facebook community. Join me there. You can participate in, in bringing these concepts to light in your own life. This was so much fun. My dopamine says keep going, but you know what? My serotonin says, I think that was good for today. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying what you're learning, I'd love to have you as a member of the Less Stress, More Fun community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the podcast. Plus, you'll get access to things I share only with community members. I'll talk to you next week.